BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Good morning. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Thursday. I didn't realize I was going to be doing a solo good morning. Good morning. Oh, was I supposed to do that with you? It's okay. It's whatever you want to do. Good morning, Ben. We can do it again. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Jackie. Today feels like uh, Thursday. Uh, I was going to say it feels like it's been Thursday like every day this week. And like I've been waiting for Friday, so I'm really happy that it's Thursday. But then it just came out that it feels like Thursday. And like okay. that's good because it is Thursday. That is good that mm-hmm. it feels the way it is. Yes, exactly. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the toast. Thank we you. haven't done a Buon Swan show together. In quite some time. In quite some time. So this is going to be... Very fun. It's going to be great. And we have three days of Bwanj and Swanj. Yes. Three days of Bwanj and Swanj. I can't say Bwanj and Swanj today. It's, um, you know, the countdown because Claudia's out of town. She landed in Rome. Everything's looking fabulous. Mm -hmm. You know, she's at the Trevi Fountain. She Mm -hmm. found friends to take pictures of her. Mm -hmm. Very happy for her. I can confirm that she's currently napping. She's currently napping. That's good. Yes. She, She had her day. She took her scooter through the fountains uh, and now has retired to her quarters and is asleep. So. Uh, good. I'm happy for her. Yes. She needs her sleep. She does. She she works incredibly hard, and she needs her sleep. Yeah. She actually, I can also confirm that she slept the entire flight. Yes, I think she had a very good flight cadence. She got very lucky. Yeah, she she planned it. Like, she was texting us, like, asking, when should I no, go but to sleep? No, she, but she planned it poorly, but because her flight was delayed, it was excellent. That's true. You know? Are you having FOMO that you're not there? Yeah. But you're not, not. not real FOMO. Um, I'm sad because it's a dear, dear friend's wedding, and I really wanted to be there, but... You wanted to be at the toast more. Gotta work. So you, and I wanted to be on the toast. So, yeah. like, you just... You can't miss four days in the middle of October just to gallivant to Italy. It just doesn't work like that. I understand. It just doesn't work like that. I understand. I'm sure I wish, though. I really do. Yeah. I do. Especially, I mean... Well, you got to be here instead, and I think... I think that's where you're meant to be. No, it's it's great here. It's great here. Thanks. The air conditioning is great. This chair is like fucking... The word that Claudia likes to use, turned. We were just talking before the show started about these couches because it's not something that Claudia and I have ever publicly addressed, but these couches are crazy. Crazy couches. <laughs> and they oh my work, God, my voice. They work for Claudia and I <clears throat> because we're short, but anytime someone of, you know, average too big sized comes on the show it's elf it's that scene in yeah. elf with yeah. will ferrell in the classroom yeah and you know the they're just like sinking they're sinking and now that i'm like pregnant i notice it more because it's like everything's a struggle like getting out of this couch is a struggle mm-hmm. ben wants us to get new couches and i i don't think we're there yet but your your complaint has been filed yeah, I'm just I'm just sliding a bit to the right, like I'm sinking into the corner. So like if at some point in the show I'm like this, it's not my fault. Okay, I understand. Yeah, you got to like use your core, yeah. hold yourself upright. Honestly, that's a good call. It's like I'm at the gym. Yeah. Just like holding tight. The exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Identical. So we have a great show for you today. Ben is going to be helping me deliver the Fast Five stories. We're going to recap, we, me. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion, you guys, I'm really shook and I'm feeling conflicted. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll talk okay. you through it. When did that show air? Last night. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you had no chance of watching it with Claudia out of town. I mean, I also have no chance of watching it because you don't respond to your texts, so. Oh, um, Ben's upset with me. I did specifically text Jackie at 5 p.m. yesterday saying, is there anything I can watch in preparation for this show? You sent that at 5 p.m.? Check. 
I thought you sent it this morning when you were having breakfast. Nope. And this goes further into my complaint that you oh. are the worst texter on planet Earth. Okay, you did text me after you said you would bring me an espresso because for tomorrow's show. Um, I never saw you said, do you want me to watch anything in preparation? I never saw that you said that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you said it again this morning mm -hmm. when you were having breakfast. All good. Sorry. Ja Jackie, that I actually Jackie uh, often forgets to pay her phone bill, so it just shuts. <laughs> and then two days later, she pays her Verizon bill and poof. No, I'm constantly ignoring Ben's texts. That one I did not ignore. I actually did not see. It's fine. I forgive you. But very, I would have answered something like that. And I wouldn't have asked you to watch anything because without context, you just would have been confused. Interesting. So regardless, I'll, I'll explain it to you. And I watched the season premiere of Winter House, Ooh. which is Summer House plus Southern Charm go to Vermont for 17 days with some of their non-famous friends who are now going to be famous. They go together. They all go into one house. It's like 12 people, one house, Vermont. Interesting. Yeah. So and they go for 17 days and they film the 17 days and they cut it up into a show. Yep. That oh. They were desperate for content in COVID, so that was the idea they came up with. Pretty good idea. We'll talk about the execution in the TV recap segment because cool. I'm not convinced. And I didn't realize that like this wasn't where Craig and Paige fell in love. And that's why I tuned in to like see their love blossom. But I don't think they even talked to each other the entire show. So that's really frustrating. Mm. Sounds frustrating. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, we'll get to all of that. I mean, we could jump right into the past five stories, but it seems premature. It seems too early. Yeah. What so else, let's what else do with you. Talk about? I mean, let's talk about you. How are you doing? How's Spritz Society doing? I'm doing excellent. Spritz Society is great. Um, we actually received a 95 out of 100 on Pure Wow yesterday. Wow. Pure wow. Can you tell us what that means? Yeah, Pure Wow gave us like an unbelievable, unbelievable write-up where they scored taste, convenience, quality, and they scored us a 95 out of 100, 20 out of 20 for taste. They said that the grapefruit could replace a Paloma. Wow. I'm just saying. That's, that's pretty crazy. That's big stuff. That's pretty crazy. So Spritz is going great. We need to get you in a photo shoot. Like we need... We need Jackie in a winter photo shoot. I would love that. Bump and all? Bump and all. Okay. We could stack the boxes on your bump. <laughs> like, we could, you could be like a circus, like, you know, like. A circus act, a yeah. A circus act, exactly. I don't know if that's what you want out of your bump, but. I don't know could, if that's what the bump could, is for, but no. any way I can help push product. Yeah, no, I mean, just, just you and, just you and stuff. And as always, code TOAST for 10% off of Spritz Society. Yes. At SpritzSociety.com. TOAST. 10% yeah. off. Um. Yeah, it's going great. It's fun. It's I'm just like, what a what a wild ride. So glad to hear that. I was actually thinking about you last night because I watched the New York City mayoral debate, mm. which aired last night. I don't know if anybody knew that. I just happened to stumble upon it. And it was just very exciting, mm -hmm. you know, because regardless of who wins, mm -hmm. Bill de Blasio will no longer be mayor. And that is very exciting for the city, for you, Sorry, for just, the people. I just couldn't see you. And I wanted to see you as I discussed this very important topic. Whoever wins is better. Who I agree. That's the best part. That's the best part. It's it's looking up no matter how you slice it, I think. You could literally have a five-year-old run <laughs> and go in office and just like sit there and smile and, like, and it would be better. Yeah. 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 So, um, but you were giving me some of your takes on last night's mayoral debate or well, I just, like, how are you in, feeling? I'm feeling optimistic, honestly. I, well, one, I really don't think it can get worse. I don't want to jinx it, you know, yeah. like you think it doesn't get worse and then it does. But I really think that we have two strong candidates. They were talking some, some good ideas last night and I think it's, it's going to be looking up for New York City. It's impossible that it gets worse unless we literally elect Adolf Hitler and we go into... <laughs> Like 1940s Germany for the Jews. Oh my God. That really is, I know it's a hot take. There are people That's... pissing and shitting in the streets. As of this morning, somebody sent me a video. Every day I get this like... Do you get I so get, many DMs? I get DMs. flooded. It's all, my DMs are all de Blasio. Are they all like flooded with images of like New York City trash? It's trash, but it's also news. So this morning, okay. there was a couple that had sex on the subway. Okay. Um, and by the way, the, the headline was so funny. It's like unvaccinated and unmasked couple has sex on the subway. It's like, would it not have been news if they were not, if they were vaccinated and masked? So if they're vaccinated and masked, but they're having sex on the subway, that's we're, fine. It's good. Very strange. Um, but yes, having sex on the subway. And somebody sent me, it's like a video of them like pumping on the subway uh, saying, Ben, you need to run for mayor. And it's like, 
It's you, time. You think it's time. I think it's not time. One day, I would love to. Okay. It's not time. Though. It's no. good to have dreams. It's good to have it's goals. A dream. It's a dream. Just like, what the hell are they doing? What's he doing? I don't know. What is he doing? It, I don't know. It's it's a train wreck. For the first time yesterday, so I went to the Nick game last night, mm-hmm. and I went down through Times Square. I guess I hadn't been through Times Square in like six months. Mm-hmm. The lights are blinding. <laughs> like you lights. need to wear sunglasses. Yeah. And honestly, there needs to be like a warning at 50th Street, like beware of migraines, like as you cross down, because it's such a it's such different lighting, and all of a sudden you're just smacked in the face. By LG, I guess that's like an irrelevant comment, but just whoever runs for mayor next. Or you need to get glasses mayor. that have like auto shades. Transitions. Transition lenses because this is something that clearly affects yeah. you. Yeah, that is just like, I'm not, I'm not willing to be that big of a loser. <laughs> and like, I, I'm sorry. I think- if I am the guy with transition lenses, the problem with transition lenses is when you're, when you're caught in the middle of the two. So like, there's like a time when you're where <laughs> when you're mid transition and somebody catches you, you look just so special. Okay, I just I want to say a few things. Mm-hmm. One, I think that you could pull it off. You you know you wear Crocs, like you like ugly things. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you have terrible fashion <laughs> sense. So like, you could make transition lenses lenses cool, and I do think like transition lenses were at their most embarrassing. Like. When you're in the playground, you know, and your parents pick them out for you and you're going inside and everybody's lenses, oh, yeah. you know, like, but if you're making the choice as a grown man, I think you have to just own it, Lisa, own it. It's actually such a good call. Every parent that puts their five-year-old in transition lenses <laughs> should be shot on the spot. It's so mean. They are, those poor kids, those ideas. poor kids are ruined. Okay, what's How, worse? What, what percentage of kids do you think were punched in the face on the playground that wore transition lenses? I don't know because I never wore glasses growing up, so I don't associate with glasses problems. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I only know transition lenses are losery from, like, you, other people telling me. Jackie. But wait, you, let me ask you what's you worse. You know they're losery, not from me. I think it's a cool piece of technology. Okay. Let me ask you what's worse okay. for, for a kid on the playground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> transition lens, <laughs> lenses... Or like the glasses that have the little clip of sunglasses, <laughs> like I know what you're talking about. Your glasses, one hundred percent transition lenses. They are so so sad for poor little Johnny who's being beaten up by Chuck, like big fat Chuck, as he comes down the slide, and Chuck's just waiting for okay. him, and he pounds him into the ground. But what if big fat Chuck was wearing transition lenses? Big fat Chuck then would not be big fat Chuck. <laughs> big fat Chuck would be like just like that sad fat kid that's like now a member of the chess club. His life completely changes. A parent changes but, their child's okay, like, life when they put him in transition lenses. But you could be the pioneer for transitioning transition lenses. I could. And you, so many kids would look up to you. I could. You're you could right. make them cool, like on your Instagram story, and then I they could. would they would come home from getting picked on. They'd watch your story and then be like. Ben wears transition lenses. It's okay. I could. I don't know if that's going to be like the hill that I'm going to die on and like what <laughs> I'm going to pioneer. Like I think I'm down to pioneer something for today's youth. Uh, I don't think it's going to be transition lenses. Thanks. I think they need to be retired. Uh, honestly, I think that they, it should be like smoking. You can't wear transition lenses until you're 18 and you can make the choice for yourself. And you have to like wear a label. Your parents can't force you to wear transition lenses. Wow. It's you just, feel really strongly about this. Yeah, it's just not nice. Okay. It's like naming your daughter Bertha. Well, we could, you could think about it. Just okay. think about what I've pr- proposed. I'll think about it. Next time you're going through Times Square, I'll you'll think be about thinking it. about it. I'll think about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Well, I guess that with, now without further ado, yes. we could get into the, the fast, fast five stories, stories that, that you need to know before, before you wake up and take a bite, bite out of your morning, morning toast. <laughs> we do have a machine that makes the sound. I know, but, but I prefer it. And did it, I beat it? You did beat the machine, yes. <laughs> Well, that should be a game. Beat the machine. Yeah. And right? you won. Yeah, nice. You got a free Ooh, pair guys... of transition lenses. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should make, you know those uh, TikTok Snapchat filters where you have to time it up perfectly? Yes. You or should... like when you do the clap. Yeah. And you have to time it to the second. You should do it with the bite. Okay. Oh my God, I'm a marketing genius. Thank you for this great idea. Thank you for this great idea. I think that the show is just going <laughs> to take off yeah. with that. In... <laughs> Beat the crunch. Beat the crunch. Oh my God, it's actually so good. That's really cute. 
Yeah. Okay, well, let's get into the Fast Five stories, but I do need to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Bruch. Bruch. Mm. Okay, Bruch is the official toothbrush of the morning toast, the tooth brush of the morning Toothbrush, yes. Mm, toothbrush. We love brush. I've been brushing for over a year. I my brush. teeth, my shiny teeth and me are just on and popping, and you need to get brush. Not only is it the best toothbrush, electric toothbrush on the market, it's affordable. It has six unique modes to customize your brushing experience, a four week battery life with a magnetic charging stand, and a compact travel case. I personally have my home brush and my travel brush, and mm. it's just a level of luxury that. Wow. I can't even explain. You get a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. You're not using like a brush that you've been using for months and months because mm. that's pretty nasty. Plus, it has a sleek design. They have modern, aesthetically pleasing, trend-driven colors. For my home toothbrush, I have a light pink. And for my travel toothbrush, I have a mauve. And it's just sickening, really. Oh, nice color. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you could also get black if you, you know, like a uniform palette. Whatever mm. whatever floats your boat, Bruch mm-hmm. has the tooth Bruch for you. So get $15 off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at Bruch.com slash TOAST. That's $15 off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash TOAST. Get your teeth right. Smile is gleaming with Bruch. Everything of the sort, truly. You mentioned that you have both a at-home toothbrush mm-hmm. and a travel toothbrush. I do. I thought, maybe I'm just totally alone in this, I buy a toothbrush everywhere I go on vacation. So, so I, I, don't, I don't travel with a toothbrush. Uh, I, I used to and, be like that. Yeah. I actually could one-up you in, in an even worse capacity. I used to not bring a toothbrush, and I would just use Zach's when we would travel. Ah. Yeah. But then Bruch came out with their new trend-driven seasonal colors, and I got a second Bruch, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be proactive. I'm putting this in my compact for like with all my travel bottles and stuff. That way, I always have a toothbrush with me when I travel. Yeah, that's pretty good. No, and it's amazing, and that way, my teeth don't suffer. You also don't spend the amount of money that I spend on toothbrushes every year because I just buy them wherever I go. I buy spend a lot of money in toothbrushes. Yeah, no, it's it's everything of the sort. Hmm. Okay, let's get into the stories because we have a nice array of stories. First up, an update in the Gabby Petito case. Mm. Human remains have been found in the search for Brian Laundrie along with his backpack and notebook. Authorities searching a Florida park for Brian Laundrie have discovered human remains along with a backpack and notebook belonging to the 23-year-old fugitive, people confirms. Michael McPherson of FBI Tampa announced the news during a Wednesday press conference. He did not confirm whether the remains found in the park were laundries. The area in which the remains were found had previously been underwater. McPherson said an evidence response team is on the scene and likely will be there for days. So this is pretty you know, suspect and also interesting. And this is the first update that we've had in a while. I do feel like people, I'm not the expert on on this case. You know, Claudia and I will say we're Mm -hmm. not the true crime podcast queens that Mm -hmm. so many others are. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people are finding this to be quite suspect Mm -hmm. and they're not convinced. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Have you been following this case? (sighs) Following is a strong, strong word. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of this case. Okay. I'm aware. I think that, and I even mentioned it to you this morning, I think that until they confirm that it's his remains, it's like... It's sus. It's sus. I agree. Like you find... How long has he been missing? He's been missing since September 13th, so over almost a month and a half. Got it. And we just find his backpack and his stuff and some tings like 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 perfectly next to his remains not his even i'm saying perfectly next to remains like haven't they been searching that park night and day forever well it was apparently underwater oh so it just came up Mm -hmm. seems seems like a movie yeah i i'm not convinced we'll see the remains you know they'll test them and we'll see if they are a match i'm not convinced that this is where the story ends though Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean regardless Terrible story. Yes, very. But it is optimistic to have an update because we hadn't heard much in a while. Wasn't wasn't the thinking, if I'm remembering this case correctly, that he killed his girlfriend? Yeah, allegedly, perhaps. But then he drowned in a river. He 
allegedly could have potentially um, killed his girlfriend. Then he went back home to Florida and, like, didn't report her missing, even though they were, like, on a road trip together. And then, you know, that started to look quite sus. And then he went missing, but I think intentionally. He intentionally went missing and killed himself, is the thought. No, I don't know about that. I'm just saying, like, this might just be... Oh, 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 oh. Okay. He could be hiding. Now this makes more sense. This could be someone else's remains. That it they seems put like these are definitely somebody else's remains. He put the backpack and jacket there so that backpack and jacket there so it would seem like yeah. he's there, but really he's partying it up in some other country. Yeah. He's fled the scene. That's yeah. my take without having much information. But also, people also think, like, his parents are covering for him. There's a lot of uh, possibilities. I mean, that would but anyway, make sense. He's, like, the most wanted man in Damn. America right now. Damn. All right. So then they should probably check the remains. Yeah. I think that would be a good place to start. Yeah. I think, I'm, think that they're on it. Okay, they're on so it. So we'll keep you posted. Okay, cool. But it's some um, new news. I know Claudia was getting frustrated that we hadn't, you know, nothing had turned up yet. Ah, yeah. Okay. Well, it seems like nothing has turned up in general. Perhaps. Potentially. Good. Yeah. This is, like, the, the way to new news. We're on, the, we're on the ship. It hasn't yeah. docked. Yeah, no. And a lot of ships haven't docked. Mm-hmm. I'm no. sure you've seen. No, the ships are out at sea. The ships are out at sea. Oh, yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Of course. Some exciting TV news. Khloe Kardashian reveals a possible premiere date for their family's new Hulu show. Mm. Khloe um, went mm. on the Ellen DeGeneres show and mm. teased when the new reality show will potentially hit Hulu. Mm. When host Ellen asked when the new show might premiere, Khloe replied, I think in a few months, either end of January, early February. Ellen said, that's fast. She said, really fast. That's the beauty of Hulu. We're streaming and we get to have a much quicker turnaround than previously. We're really excited. Okay, this is something Claudia and I have been really highly anticipating and I just assumed that like with the Hulu show it was like never gonna come out and we would just never see it I don't know why but Claudia was saying that we actually would probably get it in a quicker turnaround time than we used to get keeping up on E so this is so exciting yeah sorry I was just cracking my neck I happen to love that show I find it very entertaining Mm -hmm. and I really did like I know some people didn't like it it got so incredibly premium in terms of the video quality as the seasons went on like, the last Keeping Up with the Kardashian seasons were so high def. Yeah. I just think it's a very good reality show, clearly well-funded, and I assume that the Hulu version will be even more premium because it's, it's Hulu. Hulu. It's yeah. Hulu. By Agreed. the way, new Hulu, new Lou. New, okay. Nice, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll add that to one of your free ideas. It's yeah, I think we should do new Lou and, and the Crunch uh, bar. Okay, we'll bar. start. We'll keep a list. Okay, cool. Um, also, want to get your take because I'm sure you saw that Courtney and Travis got engaged. Oh, yeah. And how do you feel? Like, Travis is one of your emo kings, no? I feel awesome. I feel awesome because I really feel like, and I've, I've been reading, I, I'm actually quite educated on this topic. Uh, I was reading uh, Courtney's comments under their uh, engagement announcement. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying that, like, he changed her, she only wears black. And it's like, isn't it possible that Travis Barker, like all of the other just, like, great pop punk emo uh people just inspire people to be themselves like isn't it like this was always the real courtney or she's just happy in general like i I think that he takes so much societal pressure off of her by being somebody that is fully tatted in a band like doing his thing like he just he does what he wants he doesn't like travis barker is like the the pinnacle of just self-confidence and not doing things for the wrong reasons and I feel like he's pushed that on to Courtney maybe for the first time in her life. Like she's being the person, like throughout all of the seasons, especially the most recent ones, the common thread is she feels like she's being forced to do things that she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. She's being forced to do the show. She's being forced to do these photo shoots. And like finally it's it seemed, not her. It's not her. Like this seems like it's her. Like she's found somebody that isn't dying to be on the show. Like isn't isn't dying to just like take her fame right like he's so damn famous and awesome in his in his own right of course he's going to benefit from this but um i think that she i think it's amazing and i think that she's in a really great place it seems like that's so beautiful ben i really yeah. like your take on that yeah. i would agree with you and i think it just you know they've been together for like nine months and they got engaged she was with scott for like almost 10 years and like wouldn't marry him and it's like because she knows herself 
and she knows what she was looking for and she found it. It wasn't a matter of like time or, you know, not long enough. It was just like a feeling. Yeah, and for, I think she's found that feeling. Yeah, for somebody like her, she doesn't want somebody that's just going to just like be the exact same person that the rest of her family is. Like, I think that she wants her own life. And like, I think he gives her that like separate life away from just Kim Yeah, she has her, her own thing now. Has her own thing. And she's yeah. never had her own thing. Yeah, I, I hear you. I think you're you're spitting facts. Okay, cool. That's I think my take. I think it's really beautiful. Okay, thank you. Are you ready for our next story? I am. Simone Biles gets emotional discussing the twisties on the Today Show. She said, I'm still scared to do gymnastics. So Simone went on the Today Show and she's sharing insight into her personal struggle, struggles during this year's Summer Games in Tokyo. She removed herself from four out of five events due to a case of the twisties, a disorienting condition athletes can experience when they lose air awareness, putting them at risk for injury when they land. Mm. She explained at the time that she withdrew from the competition to focus on her mental health, saying on social media that her mind and body are simply not in sync. While appearing on the Today Show today, Biles got emotional with host Hoda as she expressed frustration in seeing other athletes able to perform moves she no longer can. Hoda asked whether Biles still experiences the twisties while performing on the road for the Athleta Presents Gold Over America Tour alongside other top gymnasts. She said, I don't twist. I do my signature moves on the floor, but that's never affected me. Everything else just like weighs so heavy and I watch the girls do it and it's just, it's not the same. Mm. Hoda asked if that's weird and she said yeah to do something that I've done forever and just not be able to do it because of everything I've gone through is really crazy because I love this sport so much but it's hard I'm sorry and I don't think people understand the magnitude of what I go through it's a very sad story yeah. I'll tell you why it's so sad for me uh, just to bring in some more sports because I know you guys don't get enough sports and by the way there are a lot of sporty toasters there are, out there and I actually saw we got a question for you um, let's talk about we'll Simone do, and then I'm, and we'll then, do that after and then we'll do our official sports segment but for the people watching that like sports there's a basketball player his name is Markel Fultz incredible in college was drafted number one forgot how to shoot came to the NBA and forgot how to shoot he was an unbelievable shooter they retrained him to shoot and his form was never the same, and he stinks. And that is just, I think, what's sort of happening here. Like, well, when this you is, say forgot how to shoot, like, what does that mean? His, like, I think it's similar to the twisties. Like, I think you just get in your own head, and all of a sudden, you just can't do what you did. Yeah. Like, you're, there's mental blockers that are stopping you from performing at your best. Yeah. And I think, I remember, like, I mean, obviously, the story from the Olympics, and, like, the way that it came out, it was so mental health focused that she just quit because of her mental health. The twisties are super dangerous. Like I think about that all the time. If you're not all the time, I'm not always thinking about this, but I think about it occasionally. And it's like when you jump up and you're spinning your heads, like yeah, it, you could you could die. Like you could fall on your head and snap your neck. Yeah. So if you're uncomfortable in the air, you definitely should not be performing that trick. Yeah. And to hear that she's still going through that really sucks. Yeah. Because it's. I have a feeling it's impossible to get out of, yeah. at least judging by the Markel Fultz example. Once I, you sort of lose it, you lose it. Ooh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I don't think she'll be competing again just because, like, she's already done so much and she doesn't need to. And I think, I think since the Olympics, so much of the other, like, mental elements that were playing a part in her – performance mm. have really come to light like especially you know last month with um the Larry Nasser hearing in uh Congress and mm. all of the girls speaking and like how she really felt this responsibility to still show up to the Olympics to remind USA Gymnastics like there are still victims of Larry Nasser who are here and like we need mm. justice mm. and that is so much pressure to put on yourself mm. and I think I think people even now have more of an understanding of what she might have been going through in Tokyo mm. For sure, and so I'm 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 glad that she's providing even more clarity. But it's it's very it's very sad. Very sad because she, I mean, she is amazing, but she was an amazing gymnast. Yeah, like, the goat. The goat. The goat. Um, yeah. Well, get well soon. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope I hope she returns to form. But it's it's interesting. It's like, does she really retire on this? Like, I know she's super decorated, but, like, if it was me, I would do everything that I could to try and go out the way that I wanted to go out. So yeah. I'm sure that she will perform again because 
Well, she's performing on this tour, she said, um, and she's like just doing tricks that don't require twists, so they're not things that she could get twisties doing. Um, but I'm sure, I think she has a long career ahead of her in, in other areas, yes. yes. Welcome to the construction site that is the Morning Toast. It happens sometimes. We do have some sports questions for you. I want to launch into a sports segment quickly, and it's brought to you by Organifi. Mm. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy core cortisol levels or Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market that work out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi.com slash toast and use our code toast for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash toast and use code toast for 20% off any item enjoy okay this was a question that we got for you because last week claudia and i were discussing our super bowl predictions mm-hmm. and as it stands right now who do you think will be playing each other in the super bowl who will be playing each other in the super bowl mm-hmm. that's a tough tough question yeah there's you know it's just speculation mm-hmm. claudia said bills versus bucks bills bucks that's a very Possible prediction. That's what people said. I said Seahawks versus Bucks. That is a very difficult. Are they in the same division? They are in the same division. Yeah, so, so, that's, Zach, so, that's, so that's impossible. Zach said it's impossible, but I also think that something will happen that will force two teams in the same division to play against each Interesting. other. Interesting. So that is uh, <laughs> one of the worst takes I've ever heard. <laughs> that, is, that is actually impossible. Okay, uh, every team that I think of is in the same division. Yeah, so that's why I was bringing out my phone. Let me just give you a couple of teams that you can pick from. Okay. Okay, so uh, AFC. Buffalo, New England. Uh, sorry. Bills, Patriots, Jets, uh, Dolphins. Any of them? Do you like any of them? Um, Claudia took the Bills, and I think they're having a nice t- go of it. I don't like any of them. Okay. Uh, what about the Panthers? Could the they? the Panthers are just not good. It's just a bad Even call. Even with Christian McCaffrey? Yeah. And his love for Olivia Colpo? Yeah, it's just not good. Okay. Okay. It's just not good. Okay. All right, okay. I'm making my bold take just because I love... Actually, oh, wait, sorry. We were doing your take. Uh, okay. Ra- I, I, Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Titans, Colts, Texans, Jaguars, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. They're all one so of those. similar. You like any of those? You, you know what? Maybe one. I'll take the Raiders. Raiders. By the way, I'm a Raiders fan. I don't know if you knew that. They're Las Vegas, right? Las Vegas. And where? And the Super Bowl this year is, we were just, it's in LA. Yes. Okay. And you saw the lineup for the halftime show. No. The halftime show is a medley of Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Hold on. Let me. Why can't they get just artists a, that aren't like old no and also Claudia and I were saying like I don't like a medley I like a one star show me too I love Eminem I'm excited for it but like Snoop Eminem Dr. Dre Mary J. Blige Kendrick Lamar Ooh, it's interesting yeah they're doing like a little festival thing it's interesting I I like that you picked the Raiders by the way okay so Raiders versus Bucks is that something yeah Raiders Bucks let's go with that I'll go with that too wow I'm on the Raiders Bucks train Raiders, Bucks, you guys, you heard it here first. And everybody's going to be confused. Like, Ben, why are you in New York and rooting for the Raiders? We didn't say rooting for. I mean, you, No, I, I oh, root for the Raiders. For sure, but these picks are just based on what I'm seeing. Yeah, okay. Well, they're not based on what you're seeing. Well, I do see, <laughs> I do see you know, the Cowboy game anytime it's on. Because yeah. it's like in the Zach's watching. And I think the Cowboys are, you know... They stink. They leave a lot to be desired. Yeah. And so I judge what other team they're playing. Like, are they worse than the Cowboys? Yeah. Or are they okay? Yeah. Or did the, or was it a landslide? The Raiders, fun team to pick. It's good. Okay, so you're a Raiders fan. That's your number one team. Raiders are my number one team. I was a Giants fan. I was. The truth is, and everybody's going to say, you can't switch. You can switch when you're a Knicks fan. When you're a Knicks fan, 
you only see losing seasons. I cannot spend money every single year and give my heart to multiple New York franchises that let me down. I need to root for one winner. So I picked the Raiders. They felt like they were on the up and up a couple of years ago. Now they're in Vegas. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. The yeah. team's good. The team is good. And fun. Okay. They're not great, by the way. I have a question it, for there's you. There's a solid chance they don't make the, the Super Bowl. I'm just letting you know. That's okay. It's, I don't but have that nice much But it's a nice pick. It's just like fun to have, you Claudia's know. Claudia's is so good. How did, what, did she do her research? No, she didn't. By the way, Bill's Bucks, like, will be the Super Bowl. Wow. That's pretty nuts. Um... No, I was going to ask you. So New York is like, you know, the greatest city in the world, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Why are the sports teams like comically bad in every category, except for the Yankees? I think that they're putting some respect on the city. Uh, the Yankees have historically spent the most money, like in the history of sports, to remain competitive. And that's why the Yankees always do well. Okay. Even the Yankees, though, have been in a bit of a dry spell. Like, they're, they're still, they win games, they have great teams, but they got knocked out in the wild card game. Like, they didn't even make, technically make the playoffs this year. Uh, the Mets, I mean, we're huge Pete Alonso fans here. Love him. Dear friend. The Mets had a great team. Didn't make the playoffs. The Giants stink. The Jets stink. The Knicks, Knicks. are finally, the Knicks, by the way, might be the best New York team. Right now. Right now. What they won the last Nets? night. It was crazy. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, can can all drown. So we, we don't talk about them uh, on this show. Okay. There's way too much going on there. They're a super team that lives in Brooklyn. I don't even consider... Brooklyn is... It's just... No. Just go over there. Okay, so then what about, like, the Rangers? Uh, I don't follow enough hockey. I have to assume they're good. The Rangers are always The Rangers decent. are always respectable. They're, 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 they're always respectable. But back to the Giants and Jets. One... We cram them into the same stadium. It can't be easy to do that. They just alternate games in the same stadium. Nobody really has home, a home. Yeah. I think it's difficult to share a home. Yeah. There's no home court advantage because they share a home. That's I think it's weird. Very, I think it's very difficult and strange. It's like if the Cowboys and Panthers played in the same stadium. Yeah. It's weird. That is weird. I didn't realize that yeah, was... Yeah, MetLife is just Jets and Giants. I didn't realize that was the yes, situation. Yes, very odd. And I think that that might, might hurt them. No one's working on building a new stadium? No. There's they, always a new stadium being there built. There should be. But they just built MetLife, and it was like a trillion dollars. So, no, I don't see a new stadium coming. They both have young quarterbacks. Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones. Rookie quarterbacks, young quarterbacks. It's just tough to win with them unless they're, like, really amazing. You know who has a nice quarterback? Who? The Bills. Uh, Josh Allen's amazing. I, I was watching a package on him. Yeah. And he what, is, what is the package? Like, just, you know, he was being interviewed by a reporter. Like, they went, you know. Is that just what they like, call it, though? Or did like, you it was just like up? a little package of, like, Josh Allen promo. Did they make that up? Did you make that up? There? No, no. It's like a, that's it's a term. A, it's an industry term. That's yeah. a term. Industry term. A package. Yeah. Okay, it was cool. like a package that they did some like Josh Allen propaganda, he's, but he, it was. He's very, very good. Yeah. No. He he seemed like he had a good head on his shoulders, and I think that's important. Yeah. In and sport. he and he's just like good at football. Like. He's, and that's important too. Yeah. That's probably the most important. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to having a good head on his shoulders. I think they go hand in hand. They do. No. If you can have both, total package. Total package. Um. But yeah, the, the Jets and Giants, yeah, playing the same stadium, young quarterbacks, great fan bases, but in the end of the day, it's just maybe the pressures of New York are just getting to them. I think the pressures of New York got to the Knicks for a long time until they had a really great coach that just came in. Tom Thibodeau, who's the coach of the Bulls, the old Bulls, like really just known for being a tough coach. Yeah. No bullshit. I think in New York, it's very easy to sort of lose yourself. Go to the clubs. Yeah, I think there's a few cities like where that where that could happen to some of the players. Yeah, you know? and I think New York is one of them. And so. I think there are probably other cities that have the opposite effect. You know, that are sure. really grounding, very like family oriented. That's why the San Antonio Spurs have been like the best, the most consistent team for the last 25 years. Because of the environment. Yeah, Greg Popovich was their coach, and created a wholesome environment in San Antonio, Texas, where these guys just love to play basketball, and they won, like consistently over 70% of their games for 20 straight years. That's such a beautiful story. Do yeah. you, have they made a movie about that? Uh, they should. They, they should. should. The wholesomeness of San Antonio. Yeah. Even though I don't think that that's really what it is. Like, I think Greg Popovich was like a... No, but like whatever he was d d doing, like... Oh, he was he was doing great stuff. It could be like the next Moneyball. Yeah, and his team... I mean, there's definitely a movie. A movie there. Yeah, free idea. Yeah, Hollywood. that's the third free idea. <laughs> 
Okay, ready for our next story? It's actually some news about you that you spoiled earlier in the show. Did I? But Pure Wow oh, yeah, I gave forgot. Spritz Society a 95 out of 100 on their Pure Wow charts yeah. for aesthetics. They measure aesthetics, taste, quality, functionality, and value. Yep. Do you want to go through all the scores? Yeah, we can go through all the scores. Value, we got 17 out of 20. Yep. Functionality, 20 out of 20. Quality, 19 out of 20. Aesthetics, 20 out of 20. Taste, 19 out of 20 for a total of 95 out of 100. Um, that's an A. It's an A. Yeah. It's my first A. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I very rarely in my life have gotten a 95 out of 100 unless I cheated. Um, and this is just wonderful press that was really, really exciting. You love to hear it. And also because, you know... Until you order the cans, you can't really taste the product. So it is valuable to hear from other people on their experience with the taste and yeah. for, for the customers. Yeah, 100%. So Pure Wow endorsed. This is good tasting stuff. I'm really so excited. I'm going to have to bring a, a, ca a case with me to the hospital. I was going to say. that's just going to be like the first thing I do. I don't know if I could actually do it because with like breastfeeding and stuff. Like no, but I might have to wait. No, but, but we're going to throw you a sickening Welcome back to drinking party. Okay. And you're going to need to have a migraine pill on hand because okay. you're going to get a terrible headache. I just know you. Okay. But, oh, I was thinking that we'll get back to the Pure Wow thing. I got targeted for these holistic beads that you like put on your ear in pressure points that you like, apparently it's some ancient medicine that really helps with migraines. Interesting. I was going to send it to you. Well, you know, I don't want to jinx anything. You've been good? Things have been good. First trimester, and my headache doctor actually told me that this would happen. She said that women who have migraines do really well in the second and third trimester. She mm. didn't talk about the first, so I was like, okay, must be bad. First trimester was blindingly painful. Mm. But I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood, please. Like, don't come for me. It's been okay. And I do have some natural remedies, and I've added magnesium and B12 into my vitamin lineup, and I yeah. think that's really helped. But also, I realized that I, I clenched my jaw so tightly when I was sleeping, and I used, then I started to wear night guards because also my teeth shift. And I thought the night guards were helping. I think that they were, but I was still clenching so hard. And so now I've started to relax, like be really mindful of my jaw when I sleep. And I don't wake up with the migraines that I used to. I don't know if it's just because like, if that has nothing to do with anything, but things have been really quiet. That's good. And you're a migraine sufferer as well. I was going to say, I feel like you absolutely never talk about your headaches on the oh. show. You do? I, I don't talk about them on the show. If I have one on the show, I like let everyone know. That's why I like have an, a watery eye or like yeah. I'm looking like yeah. like like frowny. Um, no, but I'm always talking about my headaches. Yeah, I mean we both have very hazily eyes. You it's, think it has to do with I'm, eyes? I'm 100% sure that true migraines that where we're sensitive to lights are eye color for sure. That's a fact. You can Google it. It sounds like another case for transition lenses. Yeah, no, by the way, 100%, you're right. But yeah. I'm just like not dying on that hill, as I already mentioned. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so those beads are those beads are pretty good for... Uh, I also noticed, I, I think that people have, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, you'll know that I started to wear Breathe Right strips. We uh, did, you know, Theo showed up the other day. I know, with it in his fucking foot. I wanted breathe, to kill myself. With a breathe right strip in his foot. He was eating his foot and we're like, okay, I, sometimes I've seen Brew like eat his foot. It must yeah. be tasty. And then he started chewing on something and we're like, oh, he got something out of his foot and it was Pop's breathe right strips. I'm just, uh, first of all, Theo, I am so sorry. Second of all, you're so resourceful. Like, he, he managed to get what was bothering him out of his own foot. He didn't he's need us to healer. help him. He's a He's a healer. Yeah. He is. How is due today? Uh, he's wonderful. He's wonderful. He's currently on a walk, gallivanting across the city. Probably just ate somebody else's duty. <laughs> and he's just, like, he's just, like, having a great time. Probably a human. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think we were talking about Pure Wow, and then we got uh, sort of off track. But yeah. the, the only thing that I want to say, first of all, thank you, Pure Wow, for the honest and wonderful review. Uh, my personal favorite flavors are grapefruit and pineapple. Orange is still delicious, and so is lemon. Um, but grapefruit got a 20 out of 20 wow. on Pure Wow. And honestly, this shit's going to win an award. And if you haven't tried it... You've got to. You really have to. Like the, We would never make a product, you can attest to this, mm -hmm. that we didn't want to drink all the time. Yeah. Claudia does not drink any hard seltzer anymore. Because we made something that she wanted to drink. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, Spritz Society is that drink. So just, just wanted everybody to know, you can go 
spritzsociety.com, use code TOAST, 10% off. Uh, but also, not so soon, but soon you'll be able to buy it in some local stores. Ooh, that's which is, exciting. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah, so, that'll be fun. Um, it, it is. It, it, it's, I mean, it's all fun, but yes. Pure wow, thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, let's get into our fifth and final story, which will lead into our TV recap. Lisa Rinna said that Scott Disick's DM, oh, you know, we do this thing here at the show. Mm. We do a song. Oh. For the final story. Okay. What do we and sing? I do think that you could provide value. Okay. You want because, me to sing it? No, no, no. Oh. Do you have, okay, so hold your triangle at the top. Everyone, you can lower the volume right now. And it goes like this. It's the final story. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Oh. Do 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 do. It's the final story. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Da 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 doesn't that feel good? It does. Honestly, uh, in another life, I could have been a cantor. I did the seventh bracha at your wedding. You did. I did the seventh bracha at Olivia's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was asked to do the seventh bracha at my dear friend Matthew Hardoon's wedding, uh, marrying his lovely bride, Adina Safdie. So that's not only family asking me, that's because I'm known in the trades yeah. as a great cantor. No, you you are. And I definitely, I don't know if you, because you don't watch this show, um... I do you as probably much as I hear. can, by the way. Yeah, no, it, no, it's fine, but we do have, you know, some plans for you oh. for, like, an upcoming bris. Oh. You know, we're going to put you to work. Ooh, nice. Okay. And also, I feel like in another life, you and Claudia could have made, like, the most beautiful cantorial duo. Totally. Oh, you've now missed, I'm so sad. You've missed your That would have been so nice. Like, 3,000 years ago, we would have been it. You, but why not today? You guys could be the digital cantors. Yeah, I'm, I think that that would have a similar hit to the transition lenses on... <laughs> the digital canters who wear transition lenses. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good, it's good. Again, I'm not going to die on it. Okay, uh, but, so think about, but you'll think about it. I'll think about it. But so I just want to make sure I'm not being asked to do any moil duties. No, Claudia offered your moil duties. Got it. So and she, I said, she offered my, the, my... Your snipping duties. Not, the snip? Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. When was that? Um, That was like five years ago. No, was? that was like... Two or three years ago, it was first Toast Studio. Interesting, cool. Yeah, good yeah. times. Great times. Um, I'm sure that baby of the birth you went to is like three years old now. For sure. I'm trying to remember whose baby it was. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to perform any uh, yeah. singing duties. I we'll won't talk be doing about, any snipping. We'll talk about the run of show. Okay, cool. Um, so now it's time for our fifth and final story. Now I feel prepared to. Wonderful. To get into that story, mm-hmm. which is that Lisa Rinna shared last night on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Reunion Part 2, that Scott Disick's DMs played a role in the Amelia Hamlin breakup. So Scott Disick was dating Amelia Hamlin. Do you know who that is? That is Lisa Rinna's daughter, correct? Correct. Yes. I know a lot about this this franchise. Oh, yes, you do. Claudia has shared that with us. So they were dating for almost a year, Mm -hmm. and um, nobody, absolutely no one was here for it. Not a soul. Yeah, no. Including, like, her own parents, whatnot. And then they broke up around the same time that Scott sent that DM to Eunice. Do you see that story? No. You know who Eunice is? Like, is he in, like, the... Benjamins? Yes. Yes. Courtney's ex is Eunice. I know they dated. What? Courtney and him dated? Yeah, for, like, a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. It was not it. I know. So... He DM'd Eunice, Scott Disick DM'd Eunice a picture of one of the pictures of Courtney and Travis, like, making out on a boat, like, in bathing suits, like, very, you know, um, PDA. And he's like, yo, what's up with this girl? And Eunice, like, responded something like, she could do what she wants. Then he screenshotted it and put it on his story. So, like, everyone saw that, like, Scott was, like, DMing Eunice, talking about Courtney, including his girlfriend at the time, Amelia. And now, and then, Holy you know, a few, shit. a few days later, it came out that they broke up, and it seemed like one had to do with the other, and so Lisa Rinna is confirming that it did have something to do with that. That's a crazy story. It was really crazy. It was shocking. No, like, Especially it, because... Why, um, why is, why is Eun, Eunice such a snitch? 
that's like gross. Well, I think it was like an opportunity for him to like come off looking really yeah. good. You know, because he like then sent a very, you know, appropriate response and then yeah, shared Yeah, because he was putting it online. Right. That's crazy. I know, but it's also... How did I miss that story? I don't know. It's also crazy that Scott would reach out to him. Especially because, like, Scott is still a member of the family. Yeah, like, I guess. But, like, DMs are, like, they're not meant to be screenshotted and posted. They're much like texts. That's crazy. Be careful but who But they're not DM. friends. They didn't have any previous DMs. Like... Oh they're, oh, they're not friends. They're not friends. Oh, so then... He was just, like, being a shit starter. That's weird. Yeah, it was very weird. The whole thing's weird. I know. What an odd story. That's what, that's what we wow. do here. We share wow. odd stories. Holy crap. So... I'm perplexed. We got a little bit of tea from Lisa Rinna last night. She was absolutely living for it. And we're <laughs> going to get into the TV recap that is brought to you by an amazing company called Fast Growing Trees. Mm. When is the perfect time to plant trees and shrubs? Big box store experts will tell you any time or a great question, but the best time <laughs> to plant is actually fall, which means now is the time to go to fastgrowingtrees.com. You can skip the big box stores and head to fastgrowingtrees.com, the world's largest online nursery. No more waiting in lines, messy cars, and digging through a lackluster selection. Just go to fastgrowingtrees.com and choose from thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, and plants expertly curated to thrive in your area and deliver to your door in one or two days. Whether you're looking for shade, privacy, fruit trees, or just added color for your yard, every plant is shipped with a well-developed root system ready to explode with new growth come spring. This is an amazing company that makes, you know, getting landscaping and all of these different elements for your home so much easier at fastgrowingtrees.com there's a better way to buy trees and shrubs plants for your home and yard it's fastgrowingtrees.com now through november 30th going go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast for 15 percent off that's 15 percent off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast fastgrowingtrees.com slash toast it is a game changer in the industry now. That's a pretty great URL. Yeah. Fastgrowingtrees.com. Really, yeah. really They said gets, what they said. I'm saying it gets to the point. They are fast-growing trees mm -hmm. that grow fast. Cool. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion part two recap. Let's get into it. It was very much... So I'm actually appreciating what they're doing in this reunion. Usually, it's a four-part reunion. Usually, okay. we get three on a season with some tea. So this is a very big one because of the Erica Girardi situation. I'm sure mm -hmm. you're familiar. I am. So usually they save all of the tea for the last episode of the reunion, but it seems as though Andy is asking questions like in between other segments. So we're getting like Erica stuff every episode and housewives drama. Mm. So I actually, I've been very, I don't know what the word is, but I've been very suspicious of Erica most of the season, ever since we saw like housewife and the hustler. And, you know, we've been, hearing about what Tom was allegedly doing. I very, I really, you know, was not keen on, on her. I still don't know what I believe, but I do believe that Erica is doing a great job in this reunion. She is crawling out of this hole. She is, she's a fighter. Mm. And I think that she made some fair points. And she answered really every question that she could. There was only one question that she couldn't answer, which was how she got the money to even like leave Tom when she said like she gave him all of her paychecks from the show and everything that she ever made, like he handled for her. So she didn't like have credit cards that he didn't, he would just, you know, if she left, he would cancel her credit cards. So Andy asked like, so how did you get money to like rent a house and a car and mm -hmm. all these things? And she said she couldn't share because it has to do with her divorce proceeding, which... I can understand. The only question that I felt like she skirted, which has been a big question for me, she's always said she was married to Tom for 20 years. You know, they got married when she was 27 and he was 60. So there's always been this really big age difference between them. And she's loved him for 20 years. And she said, I thought I was going to hold this man's hand until he died. And now she's blaming a lot of the degeneration of their marriage on his mental health, mental deterioration. She said that he has, you know, signs of dementia and Alzheimer's and um, he became a really difficult person to be married to. Mm. And Andy asked her like, you know, 
you said you would be with Tom till the end. Now things are getting difficult and, and you leave him just as he needs you, just as he's like getting sick and deteriorating. And she went into the story of how when he crashed his car, she, she found him and took the pictures and took him to the hospital and called all these doctors asking for advice. But that didn't answer the question of like, the premise of you said you would be there with him till the end and now things are going south with him as a, a person and you leave so that was the only thing to me that stood out as like I still don't have the answer to that question you know the timing of the divorce is very weird she left him like one month before he gets hit with all of these lawsuits you know what the lawsuits are uh he can you remind me yeah this isn't a quiz <laughs> no no it's I I know that he defrauded a bunch so of people so he was a a lawyer for um, like victims in cases where you like the Eric Brockovich case he would like do civil um, class action lawsuits against like big companies on behalf of victims who have been like severely damaged or otherwise from these big companies one of them that was a famous case of his more recently the Lion Air flight that had gone down a few years ago it was like a, a Boeing plane Lion Air Lion Air is an airline <laughs> where it's not it, it wasn't based um in the U.S. but it was a flight okay. that malfunctioned and went down oh. and everyone died oh my and god he was a lawyer on behalf of all of the victims the families of the victims oh my god and the families of the victims alleged that they never got paid from the money that was supposed Holy to come from. He embezzled that money. There were other victims who are also coming forward and filing lawsuits against him. They, uh, you know, some, they were like wronged by companies like in the gas industry, their house exploded. This, like if you watch the. And they won and he kept the money and never gave it to them. Yeah. Wow, he would like, he would leave nuts. them like voicemail saying, you know what? I'm going to like invest this money for you. It'll be better. You'll get more money. And he was embezzling that money. Holy allegedly. Shit. It's really, it's the wow. worst of the worst. That's of crime. crazy. Right. And he was like this big shot, big time lawyer. He was like the guy. Mm-hmm. So. There's a lot that, you know, she has to answer for having been his wife. Anyways, so she divorces him a month before all of this comes to light. So it's like, did you know that this was coming to light? That's why you divorced him. Are you divorcing him to hide the money that he stole so that only he's liable? But I don't think that that's true in any sort of way. They're coming for her. If she's not, I don't think they're in cahoots on this. But, or did you get out like right before the ship was sinking? And she really, you know, maintains that it has nothing to do with any of that stuff, that it was just, you know, the marriage between them was no longer a loving marriage. But it wasn't a loving marriage because of perhaps these health issues he was suffering. And you said you were going to be there till the end. So I just didn't feel like she answered that question. Why should she have to be there till the end if he's a criminal? Well, she won't say she's she hasn't conceded that he's done these things she says that she doesn't know and that she never knew but maybe she doesn't know and she never knew oh i understand so you can't say you don't know and you never knew and then also and then also say i'm leaving him because he's a criminal yeah that's where things get sticky yeah interesting i wonder if there's anything in there like sort of like when you leave a job and non-disparagement like i wonder if she speaks ill of him publicly Everything she, she says on the show, bad, good, otherwise, is you, is being used in court. So she has to be so careful. Yeah. It's being used in her divorce proceedings and in these legal yeah. cases that are being filed against Tom and her. Yeah, so I'm She's sure, in a very difficult So spot. I'm sure that she legally cannot say anything mm-hmm. incriminating. She, right. But she also has to so, do her job and yeah. be on the show. So it's very clear, at least to me, is that she, she didn't know because... She didn't, she didn't know that these things were happening. How would she know that these things are happening? How would she know that he's defrauding victims when it's his... He's the lawyer. She's not the lawyer. Yeah. They have different... Like, you don't share all of your life's work with your husband and your the same. Like, work is work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, it came to light. Maybe she heard a voicemail or something, divorced him. But now in these uh, proceedings, she can't talk about it. It's clear as day. So, I cracked yeah. the case. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So in that case, then she's innocent. Yeah. Okay. The, call, the call is that she knew that she was, that her husband was defrauding victims and she was spending his money? Per, perhaps. Uh, and that I mean, also, like, at one point she has an LLC and at one point, like, in the, you know, height of things, he deposited $20 million into her LLC. Damn. But then she says that he ran her LLC. 
that oh yeah yeah and it gets sticky yeah i don't know i don't know either all i'm saying is from last night i took away from it like she don't count her out she's she could be back with a vengeance Hmm. she's got a lot on the line i think that she's i think if you know Back is in back on the show? Is the call that she's not going to be back on the show? Well, if she gets accused of these crimes and convicted, then, yeah, no, she probably wouldn't be on the show. But if she doesn't, then there's no reason why what her husband did. But Teresa stayed on the show. Uh, Yes, and people do like to. Oh, they do. Associate the two, yes. The difference is that Teresa's husband defrauded the government. He was, you know, like evading taxes, and that is a different sort of crime than sure. stealing from orphans and widows and burn victims for, for sure um and it was really like joe her husband who was doing those things but i guess why is it more joe than tom well we're figuring we're trying to figure that out now you're saying that if it's clear that it was her of course she's off the show uh, yeah no i don't the think same way that, that, i don't think it was her but I'm just saying, I really, when all this stuff was starting to come out, Housewives and the Hustler, I was like, you know, that is it for her. Yeah. Close up shop. I understand. But I'm, I'm really seeing now how she can come back from this. Mm. And I still don't, I'm still, you know, I don't know what to believe in. I think that the courts, you know, we'll see what comes out. But I think if this reunion was a very important conversation, like inflection point in this whole story, and I think she's doing a really good job. Mm. Wow. She, you know? Yeah. Even if she's not telling all the truth or she's lying or this or that, like I think she's she's turning the tide. What a tricky little story. Right? Huh. Okay, so that was the bulk of the reunion and anything else that happened was just like Dorit talks a lot. Yeah, we know. Um, Kathy Hilton was on and she was crying. It was really sad and sweet. And Why was she crying? Um, just like, so she's on this season. You know, Kyle is her sister. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, wait, Kyle's Kathy's sister? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought, I knew that they were related. I didn't realize it was their sister. Yeah, they're sisters, and they um, they weren't speaking for, like, 10 years because of, like, Kyle doing this show Housewives with Kim and, like, airing, like, Family Dirty Laundry, which, like, Kathy really, like, doesn't agree with, and they were just, yeah, like, by the crying. Way, it's, it's easy not to want to go on a show when you have a billion dollars. Yeah. They were just, like, crying, like, for all the lost time and um. Um, just, and I think Kathy, their mom... I don't know when she passed away, but I think Kathy really like misses her, and it was just very emotional. And um, hmm. I think she like struggles with like what would her mom think of this or that, or and, Got it. and that's why she was always like hard on Kyle for doing the show. And the mm. other, she also did a show called American Woman, which was a scripted show about her childhood. And so again, Kathy's like, please stop. Mm. So there's just a lot of history there, but it was, I but but now they're good, so that's good. And. I don't really recall anything else of import other than like Lisa Rinna living for the Amelia Scott conversation. But they were just talking about it? Yeah, because, uh, and they talked about it on the show. They were dating. Lisa was like, I'm not, you know, not here for it. Meanwhile, she's like living for it. Mm. But Andy asked about the breakup. And Mm. so we got some information. But Mm. that was about it. Mm. Then I watched Winter House. I don't, I've never really watched Summer House. Um, so I'm, I, I know Kyle and Amanda because I watched the, the first season a little bit of Summer House and like they we've met them and so I, I know them and then I, I follow Paige so like that's exciting and I don't know who Luke is and Sierra is fabulous and then I know the Southern Charm guys Austin and Craig and then there's three new cast members so it, it felt like it was okay that I didn't know everyone it was a, a mix of people um, and I was really watching because you know who Craig Conover is? I do. And do you know who Paige DeSorbo is? She's from Summer House? No. Okay. But I know Craig. They're now dating in real life. Oh. They're such a cute couple. Cool. And they're both on the show Winter House together. Nice. So I was like, of course they fell in love on Winter House, and mm-hmm. that's so amazing. So yeah. I was like, I have to watch Winter House to mm-hmm. see this blossoming relationship. But no, Craig arrives at the Winter House with a girlfriend of 10 months named Natalie, who he loves. She's oh, not whoa. in she's not in the house, but like he's yeah. spoke he's in a relationship. He's not looking at anyone. Like I don't he didn't even speak to Paige. I was just like, what the f-? But Paige and him are together now. Yes. But oh. apparently oh. during the whole course of filming they never got together on the show. They got together after the show. Interesting. So I'm just like, well, that's annoying. Yeah, And totally. anyways, like, so Paige is like 
talking to another guy. And actually, Sierra and um, Austin are such a cute couple. Mm. I'm very much looking forward to that. It's It really felt like I was watching, like, Jersey Shore or something. Just, like, all these strangers put into a house together. It was, the first episode was tough because it was, like, everyone... You know when you, like, go on a trip with people and, like, the first night, just everyone's, like, buck wild. Like, drinking and, like, just wanting to like make new friends it's just like a lot of chaotic energy so i found it to be like a little chaotic Mm -hmm. um and the situation with the rooms was really funny i don't everyone's like kyle should have gotten the primary suite because he planned the trip and he's it with his fiance amanda but like how could he have planned the trip when this is a show for bravo like Mm -hmm. let's get fucking real nobody he didn't book the house Mm mm-hmm so if the other girls wanted to take that room, they should have taken it. He played himself. Basically, there's 10 rooms, 12 people. All the rooms are pretty nice, but there is one suite that's like, you know, the master suite that's better than all the others. Kyle just assumed that would be his because he mm-hmm. planned the trip. Mm-hmm. Even though this is a show, there was nothing to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then all throughout the day, all the other rooms start getting taken up. And he winds up like in a room now in the basement where he has to share a bathroom. Him and his fiance have to share a bathroom with two other girls. And it's like, that's really bad. But like, you could have taken any other room. I, I just, I can't, I can't relate. Yikes. Yeah. So, um. Where does it take place? Stowe, Vermont. Oh, nice. So it's nice. I do love, you know, the. But like, when did they film Wonder House? Last winter. Oh, okay. So it is during the winter. Yes. No, there's snow and it's a great vibe. The house is just really stressing me out because it's filthy already and it's only day two and it's just Stowe, like. Stowe is awesome. Yeah. But they need to, to clean up the house like in, it's we, just, it's hard to watch. Weird that they would film it there, though. I think they, I it don't must, know. It must have been COVID-related. It like was. Like, driving, co- yeah, driving just, to a destination that was, like, not too far from the city. Yeah, and then Kyle also, you know, grew up going to Stowe. I guess that's, like, how they're... Interesting. They're framing all of this, but it's, you know, it's just a show. Interesting. And Kyle was on Summer House? Yeah. Cool. So, um, so far, it's good and it's cute. It's just um, very chaotic. Mm-hmm. So there was chaos, Interesting. but it was fun for me because I don't. I got to like meet some of the new people, and even like the summer house people who I've not seen. Like I follow Paige, but I have not seen her on TV. So she's literally has the best style, like top five Bravo celebrity style, mm. and it's a pleasure to watch. Wow! Yeah! Wow! Yeah! Like okay. up, like Dorit, you know, wow. up there. Wow! Yeah. Cool. So that's our TV recap. That's our show. Mm-hmm. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. It's, it's been a pleasure. We'll be back tomorrow. So if you guys have any follow-up questions for Ben. Is there anything I should be watching? Tonight, there's nothing on. So you are good. But Should, any, we, like, should but, we like pick? I know like I'm totally going off like book Like a movie here. or something? I'm going off book. Should we pick a movie or should we pick a TV show or something and watch it and talk about it? We Is there something topical? Oh, can we talk about the impeachment? So Claudia told us that you're loving impeachment. Love. And you know what? Yeah, get, share your thoughts. But without any spoilers, please. Impossible. Okay. So then let's watch a movie. Okay, we can, can watch spoil a movie. movie? Um, we don't have to watch a movie. Yeah. You let me know. I'll let's let you just, know. Let's just watch something so that we I can really be We could also do it so over the weekend. Yeah. I just, so that on Monday we could recap something together. Yeah. I just want to be informed on a t- on the topic. Okay. So that I, I don't – because otherwise like I come off and like people are like, why do you say that? And it's because I don't have any information. Okay. So I'm just like, you know, I'm yeah, just giving – Yeah, maybe we'll watch like a documentary or something. Interesting. Blackfish, again, amazing documentary. <laughs> that is a good documentary. <laughs> it's like um, the only documentary I've ever seen. I think that's a good weekend assignment. So okay, tonight cool. we'll, we'll, we'll peruse and we'll find something uh-huh. that we all – could maybe want to watch. Okay, cool. And then we'll talk about it on Monday. That would be so Very fun. Good. And other than that, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thank always you for having me. always entertaining. I'll yes. see you tomorrow. Yes. So great stuff. Great stuff. I think, you know, we're we're one for three so far. So thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast and the Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the Fast Fast Forties every Monday through Friday. And there's other stuff to the ending that I don't really know by heart. So if you made it this far into the episode Society season two. How about you comment a football on our Instagram post photo of me and Ben to commemorate the fact that we have our winning combo Mm. for the Super Bowl 2022. Love it. Football. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye, guys.